0: exploration the podcast where you don't have
1: to be over 21 to listen i'm john williams and i'm not drunk yet no i'm I'm ben robinson and i'm not drunk yet but i will be because tonight we're talking booze Hey ben, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking over there? I am currently drinking a uh what is this called? A Belchin Beaver Phantom <laughs> Bride IPA by No, maybe it's Phantom is it belching beaver? I believe Belching Beaver is the brewery. Are you sure you're sober? Uh fairly sure. <laughs> sober as I ever am. But yes, it was left here last night by my brother in law. So I grabbed it and drank it.
0: You know, I don't really know a whole lot about beer, but I imagine he has good taste, or at least that he gets the road-less-traveled beers. You know, you get to try something interesting and new when he's doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a uh, fan of good beer. Uh, he's, a, he's as the, the typical California strain of beer enthusiast, he's heavily into IPAs and uh, loads of hopping what does hopping mean? Well, beer has four ingredients and only four ingredients. Yes. To be proper beer, which would be a, uh, a malted grain. It could be barley or wheat or rye. Usually it's barley.
0: Yeah. If, if somebody asked me what was in beer, I would say barley. Yep. And then water. Yes. Of
1: course. Hops. Yes. And yeast. Ah, there it is. Yep and the hops are used as a uh, aroma and bittering agent. So that's what uh, the hops can give the beer the bitter flavor. So that's when it's
0: extra hoppy, it's got it's extra bitter like super IPAs or triple IPAs.
1: Yeah, they just add more and more and more hops. So like when you add them at the beginning of the boil, like when you take your what they call the wort, it's like a sweet Sounds sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's from the mash. It's the sweet mash of the barley like you, you put the barley and the malted barley in water and it extracts all the sugars out so it's really sticky and sweet and so if you add the hops at the beginning you get kind of the floral kind of aroma more if you add them at the end they're called bittering hops because they make it more bitter because the lupulin lupulin the this yellow shit that's in the hops is like turbo bitter oh shit and uh, and then if, if you add hops uh, even after that, like while it's fermenting, it's called dry hopping. Uh, it makes it even hoppier. And if you get, that's where you get like triple IPAs that taste like you're drinking potpourri. And then if you want it super hoppy, you can take a spoonful of it right before you take a drink of your beer. Yeah, <laughs> chase it with actual hops. Yeah. And I I grew some hops when I was in Texas. And uh, yeah, that little it's like this yellow powdery stuff that's in the hobson man it is so bitter if you just put it on your tongue
0: yeah i've never actually gone through the process of making a beer but i did uh when i was learning how to use adobe premiere they had like these work files that you could uh, follow along with and it was cutting a promo for a beer company so it had tons of footage of, all of them actually making the beer and them talking about it
1: oh yeah yeah i have made beer on a number of i haven't made any beer in like over two years now and i I've, i'm ashamed need to do that again. It's a lot of fun, and you get uh, a lot of beer out of it. We, usually, we did like 10 gallons at a time. Yeah, and a friend of ours was doing that for a while.
0: I never... I In fact, well, no, I think I did try some, because as we'll find out, or I, I guess you'll all find out right this very moment,
1: <laughs> I just don't care for beer much. Yeah, not a beer fan. I offer him a beer. Almost every time I see him, he always turns me down. It is true.
0: Every single time I come over, Ben always says, beer, John? And... It's a no thank you, but it's always appreciated. So, you just learned something at the top of our episode on booze, which is defined as, noun, alcohol, especially hard liquor. Or verb, drink alcohol, especially in large quantities. Example is, Michael is trying to quit boozing. Ah, boozing. Who would want to quit? Yeah. Well, I did for a while. So, Ben, you are drinking a, uh, let's circle back around to what that beer
1: is uh it's an IPA which is an India pale ale mm. so it's say uh it was actually a beer that was developed in britain in like the 1700s maybe 1600s by the east india company that did all the uh you know the trading around the expansive british empire
0: oh so you're you're talking about IPAs in general yeah, because I was like, I don't think they had a belching beaver beer no. back in the uh, when was it 1700s?
1: You said? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not sure what they had back then, but they uh, they developed the IPA because they they hopped the shit out of it, and uh, from what I've read, it was to try and make a beer that would last longer on the trips because mm-hmm. you know, they'd be at sea for a long time. But at least modern IPAs are one of the shortest lived beers. Like they go shortest lived? Lived. Oh, there we lifed. go.
0: Lifed. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying now. Like you,
1: you you generally want to drink them uh shortly as uh, shortly after they've been bottled as possible.
0: No, you know I I think short short shortly lived is one hundred percent accurate. I just uh I heard it wrong and I thought you were trying to say short lived.
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah. They've been around for a while, but, You know, you don't want to drink a two year old IPA.
0: Oh, no. Well, if somebody asked me what I thought of IPAs, I might actually say it tasted funky and have weird flavors. You should try a Saison. They taste even funkier. I feel like I have. Oh. Whether whether it was you guys or maybe somebody
1: when I worked in the restaurant industry. I absolutely love Saisons. They're one of my favorites, like French farmhouse sales. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The first time I had one, I was at a bar and the waitress or the bartender she recommended a saison she's like oh this one's really good and i was like i've never had one of those what's it taste like and she says it kind of tastes like if you ran beer through like an old wool sock or like a hay covered riding blanket i was like well that's you're not really selling it here yeah you fucking (laughs) assholes you you drink this on purpose well and then i and i said sure why not i'll have it and it was it was delicious and uh she was correct (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it was weird when well, they they've got like um they use a strain of yeast a lot of the time called uh bretomyces or something like that brett for short but it's a, it it produces some funky kind of flavors. It probably just calls back to when you had
0: dreadlocks down to your ass, and you used to say when I'd ask how you wash your hair, oh, and you'd yeah. say you stick your head under the faucet and wait for it to taste clean. Like it probably tasted like dirty hair, <laughs> and you I used you, to you tell just have that. you just have some uh, <laughs> some happy little memory, and you're like, oh,
1: this one calls back to what's it called again? Saison, Saison, that's right. They were traditionally farmhouse ales. Like they were the, they're were they the beer that you would drink during the day when you were working hard. So they're usually lower in alcohol, a little lighter, and they would be just brewed in the barn. So they'd get kind of a funky, barney taste to them.
0: It doesn't sound any better. Well, I am over here enjoying myself a uh, tasty margarita. I am drinking Casadores tequila. Is it on the rocks or blended, John? Oh, it is on the rocks. It is not blended. I don't drink blended margaritas. Fuck you all. On the rocks with salt. I'm glad to hear you're an adult. Yeah. I am an adult man. I drink my margaritas on the rocks with salt. It consists of tequila, lime juice, agave nectar, and ice. None of that triple sec. None of that fucking margarita mix sweet and sour, heartburn-inducing bullshit. Oh, I actually do put a little squeeze of fresh orange into it. It's a
1: man's foo-foo drink.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I'll go to I'll go to restaurants and I'll order the skinny margarita and be like, ho-ho, watching your figure, skinny bitch." But I mean, that's the only way to get a margarita that is made correctly, in my opinion, and in the opinion I believe of the people who created the margarita. <laughs> in the opinion of all the
1: people that are correct. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so tequila these days is my is my. Well, it, it it it's been my go-to for a few years now. I'm gonna I'm just gonna read from the wiki here because Ooh, we didn't do research. That's
1: compelling <laughs> yeah. radio right there.
0: Well, radio, for a little backstory for the listener, this is impromptu. Um, we had something else lined up and the stars realigned. Um, yeah, we've been wanting to do a a podcast on booze and on our favorite booze and you know have a couple drinks while we're doing it. Just to talk that out, that is something that we geek out about a little bit. So, uh, tequila was first produced in the 16th century near the location of the, the city of Tequila, which was not officially established until 1666. Is that blah, what the song's blah, blah, blah. about, or is it about the booze? Well, I, you know, honestly, I think with the way the horn goes like... I think they're talking about booze. That, that, that gives off a distinct feeling of booze to me. You know, if it was like a... that'd be more like a
1: town yeah that would clearly be more domestic
0: yeah so it is a fermented beverage from the agave plant known as pulque and was consumed in pre-columbian central mexico before european contact let's see did they distill it then or did they just drink the fermentation well funny you should ask when the spanish conquistadors ran out of their own brandy they began to distill agave to produce one of north america's first indigenous distilled spirits Because brandy is distilled wine, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think that's what brandy is. Yeah. Let's see. 80 years later, around 1600, which is not 80 years later than the previous date, but that's what it says. Don Pedro Sanchez de Tagle, the Marquis of Altamira, began mass-producing tequila at the first factory in the territory of modern-day Jalisco. By 1608, the colonial governor, Nueva uh, Galicia... Had begun to tax his products. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. We have tequila.
1: Good job. Yeah. Conquistadors. Yeah. You may have wholesale murdered entire people, but at least we got tequila out of it.
0: Yeah. And I believe, I don't think, I mean, I'm not going to go and do the research, but I believe that tequila is one of those regional beverages, you know, where it has to be produced in a certain region to actually be considered real tequila. Oh, really, like like scotch. Yeah, and champagne
1: and uh, bourbon.
0: Does, is bourbon one of those, really? Yeah, Bourbon I, County, Kentucky.
1: Oh. Yeah. I didn't know it was exclusive like that. I knew that's where it came from.
0: You know, I I mean, I think it's... It, I mean, it's got to be one of those things like champagne, how it has to come from the champagne region of France. Otherwise, you refer to it as like a sparkling, sparkling white line. wine. yeah. But other people call their champagne champagne without it actually having come from there, so... You can get tons of bourbon, I'm sure. or It has bourbon on the label, but it's not actually from Bourbon County, Kentucky. Or I could be absolutely wrong, and somebody fed me some misinformation a long time ago because I didn't go to and do the research on Wikipedia, yeah. which is 100% reliable. Yeah, there's no lies on the internet. Yeah. So these days, tequila has been my, my beverage of choice. I've been going a little bit back to the whiskey lately for a good decade I drank nothing but Seagram 7 whiskey and I drank it a lot I had a
1: problem well at least it wasn't you didn't have a problem drinking like good scotch cuz good scotch is like at least 80 dollars a bottle yeah <laughs> so you would have been uh I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't have had any sort of drinking problem had uh, you been drinking really expensive alcohol because you couldn't have afforded to have a drinking problem.
0: Well, yeah, I probably (laughs) would have just been a normal drinker and had like a drink a day if that, you know, have a couple fingers of scotch after work. But the thing is, I don't like the taste of whiskey. For me, whiskey was, you, especially with Seagram 7, because it's not the same with Jack Daniels, but you'd get that first shot down and you'd just feel a fire in your belly. It would just warm you up a little bit. Oh, yeah, liquor. Oh, you're ready to go. This is no news to you, but I guess this is just for everyone that's listening. I would let people get a head start because once I start, I have a problem slowing down or
1: stopping. Oh, yeah. You'd go through like a, the 750-milliliter bottle within a matter of a, a couple hours, yeah. if not less.
0: Yeah, and I think on a, on a typical night of drinking back then, yeah, there were, there would be like one or two shots left sometimes. I think most of the time there was like a little bit left. But for all intents and purposes, probably because yeah. you lost the bottle. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find my way back to it. <laughs> but that and that was my thing. Like I would drink to get drunk, and I wouldn't stop until I passed out. So that's why the, uh, another thing I would do is not start until later
1: on. Yeah, that's not, that's not a healthy way to drink at all. No, I know. <laughs> I in, in my uh, mid thirties here, I've I've definitely settled on the uh, three or four drinks a day. I don't particularly like getting shit-canned anymore. Yeah. Mostly because hangovers have gotten so much worse. And uh, I don't like being blackout drunk. Like, I don't like not being in control of my faculties. Yeah. Especially, you know, you're not having fun if you don't remember it.
0: Yeah. When all you can remember is people telling you that you shit yourself the night before. Never happened to me.
1: (laughs) Yet. (laughs) It's booze night, John. (laughs) <laughs> put that to the test uh <laughs> um, maybe it'll happen while podcasting oh that, yeah yeah well if we get drunk enough to not remember the last part of this podcast that could be kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> probably won't be compelling uh podcasting either
0: or it might be the greatest thing we've ever <laughs> produced here's open <hoping. laughs> yeah so i don't really have that problem anymore thankfully but um I regret the time I wasted, but I sure had a lot of fun just kicking back with uh, with buddies and getting hammered. Yeah, the, I, the hangovers I, were the worst, though.
1: Yeah, I was not, I was not a whiskey fan at that point in my life at all. No, um, didn't it wasn't much of a hard liquor fan. Like my the, when I was younger, um, like in my teenage years. Not that I would have drank any alcohol before the age of twenty But drink um, before the age of twenty one. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Like like my my liquor of choice was Jägermeister.
0: Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I, you would always have a bottle in your freezer. Because I
1: like black licorice. Yeah, and uh, it was just a delicious shit show in a bottle. <laughs> it's like drinking candy.
0: Yeah. And did you ever? <laughs> did you ever mix that with Red Bull? Occasionally, yeah. Yeah that that was a that was a tasty beverage. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jaeger
1: bombs. Oh geez, it goes down duh. super
0: easy. How fucking old am I? I forgot that it was called a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> it's
1: probably been. At, well, more than a decade since you've had one of those i would presume yeah i think
0: that's safe unless it was a few years back when i went back to it for a little bit and drank a bunch of things i don't remember mostly tequila though
1: yeah when, when i was living in new orleans one of my friends set up a limo to go look at christmas lights and get drunk
0: oh yeah
1: and uh we, oh i got so drunk we all got so drunk like we, we were in new orleans and we went around, we're in the limo, we're driving around, and then I, I mentioned deer humping, and none of them had ever been deer humping before. <laughs> oh, shit. For those that are unfamiliar with deer humping, that's when you run out to people's Christmas decorations where they have the little light-up deers, and you make them hump. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's in, nature. Yeah, compromising sexual positions. And uh, so we were in a limo. <laughs> we haven't hit the limo driver stop, and we'd run out and hump people's deer and then hop back in the limo, and he'd drive away. It was awesome. <laughs> but where I was going with that is we eventually ended up at a bar where apparently... I don't remember being there. But uh oh, no. but I bought Jaeger Bombs for like the ten people who were with us. And the last thing I remember is like falling out onto the ground and looking up at the sign of the bar when we got there. And uh <laughs> like two weeks later we went back to that bar and the bartender was like, Oh, it's you guys. And we we're like, What? Uh-oh. Because we didn't really remember being like, uh oh, what we do. It was like a dude where's my car situation. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like he's like never he's like, I've been bartending at this bar in New Orleans for 10 years or something. I don't remember how long it was. And I've never, ever had a group that big where I could not communicate with a single fucking person. <laughs> what a pain <laughs> in the ass you guys must have been. Yeah. like, like All of us were so drunk He couldn't communicate or get, you know, have any sort of meaningful conversation between us. But it being New Orleans, he still served us drinks. Awesome. <laughs> so I think that was the last
0: time that I had a Jager bomb Oh, jeez. So... Ben, you mentioned drinking in your teens. Don't drink at home, kids. Or, I mean, don't 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 drink when you're a kid,
1: kids. <laughs> or listen to this podcast. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess uh, if you're a kid and you're listening to this, have a drink and enjoy it more. First impressions. Oh, oh how yeah. how young were you, and what was your first drinking experience?
1: Well, my first. Taste of alcohol. I remember when I was on a camping trip in Shasta, and my mom let me taste her beer.
0: and, oh, I was and your maybe,
1: mom always had a beer. Would she drink Budweiser? Budweiser. Yeah, she was a, a Budweiser lady, and she let me taste her Budweiser, and uh, I did not like it at all. Yeah, you probably felt similar to it as, as I do now. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I was probably eight, maybe about eight, and I didn't like it at all. And so I was like, okay, beer's gross, and that stored that in my long-term memory, and. Moved on. I don't know if I remember the first time I got drunk. I'm trying to think about the first time getting drunk. Hmm, I remember the first time I got high, but not drunk. But in high school, like I would... I would not to get myself in... Uh, not to incriminate myself too much here. I remember going to the dollar store and we would swipe $1.40s of King Cobra. Oh, shit. And it was awful. It tasted horrible. Is that how your sister got a hold of one? Oh, no, that was later
0: on. She sold me one one day for like a buck fifty when I just I just wanted to get a little buzz and I was <laughs> ha- I, I couldn't get anywhere to get any booze. Was, was, this, a, was this when you guys were kids? Um, No, th- this is probably late teens, early 20s. Still pre buying booze age, though, huh? Probably. It was when I was in the in the middle of that. I took a year off of working thing and I just hang out in, in your
1: backyard or your garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In any case, my sister definitely wasn't 21 at that point. She's <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely not. Um, but then I also remember uh playing waterfalls, the the drinking game. Yeah. In in uh, in our buddy's backyard and I didn't like beer. I was convinced I, you know, no I don't like beer. I'm not going to drink beer. So I went and I ended up uh, acquiring a couple uh bottles of MD 2020. Oh shit, I remember those. Oh. Uh, you know sweet saccharine garbage so Ugh. so just like cloyingly oh, oh. sweet and uh i remember having you know waterfalls uh when a certain card is drawn what was it it was the ace you had to do waterfalls where you had to start chugging and you couldn't stop until the person to your right maybe yeah stopped clockwise and uh, i just remember chugging md 2020 and thinking i have made horrible mistakes up to this point
0: yeah i remember drinking the uh the mad dog 2020 when we were in a band in 2004 because they they were cheap and oh, I was super cheap I was on my way to, to band practice in fact I think I also had like a uh, a king cobra or a mickey's 40 or something at
1: some point yeah, you didn't like
0: beer but you drink king cobra it w- whatever was higher
1: alcohol content fair enough you can go for like natty ice ew that's why you, sh- you shotgun natty ice because you don't you don't need to taste it yeah, what was it? There was a, there was another beer
0: that was higher alcohol content, and I remember Eric would give me a ride out to band practice, and he'd buy me one of those every once in a while. What was it? Oh, Steel Reserve. Oh, Steel Reserve, yeah. Oh, shit. Tall boy is steely. <laughs>
1: Gross. Being in that band is what made me like beer. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Because uh, we were playing bars, and they would give you free, cheap beer, like free Bud Light, pictures of Bud yeah. Light. All the pictures of Bud Light you could drink. and. It was like if someone's I, it, my my distaste for beer was overrun by my distaste for spending money. I wonder if that's how Zach developed the taste for but oh wait no never mind No Zach. he was way <laughs> before that yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well my my uh first impression goes back to uh you know I I similarly have the same like first taste and then first drunk. I remember being at a friend of ours place who lived across the street from me and his parents were gone one day and we we just tried a little. Hey, brandy, <laughs> fermented
1: wine. Apparently, it's an interesting introduction to alcohol. <laughs> it was just there, so we just so classy. Gave cigars too.
0: No, no, we we uh, we drank some, and we even fed some to his dog, and we were laughing because the dog was like rubbing its face on the ground and rolling around. Yeah, sharing is caring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that night we also attempted to bleach my hair against my parents wishes. And I tried to go home with a hat
1: thinking like, they might not notice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. My, like like my, the punishment would be any worse if they noticed three days later. They'd be like, what well, you bleached your hair was three days ago. I go, well, shit, we missed the, the, we beyond the limitations. statute of limitations on punishing you then. <laughs>
0: yeah I don't know I I kind of figured if even though my mom said no if I did it anyway maybe I could get away with it if I just gave it a little time but no she immediately called out the hat because I didn't wear hats I've got a big head and hats just don't look good on my head and she was pissed we went and got hair dye and I had to dye it back that night (laughs) Um, but then the first time I got drunk was actually I mean So the, the tasting the brandy was freshman year in high school. Did you like it? No, but it was, it was cool catching that little buzz. Um, I think that's a consistent thing through my life is I I like getting a cool little buzz. Yeah, absolutely. And then it was summer school after freshman year in high school, our buddy brought to school. In fact, I think he was brand new then. Like I think he and one other person we were friends with showed up that summer and he walks up with a uh, with a Seven Up two liter filled with vodka. Was it under a skirt? <laughs> I don't know if he was wearing a skirt then, but yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we poured some into cans, and we just we just drank it. We just chugged it because back then you didn't have any frame of reference. You're like, okay, this is just what alcohol tastes like. So whatever,
1: adults like it,
0: so it's cool. It's normal. It's just
1: oh, as- drink it. As with almost everything in your adolescence, you have terrible taste. Yeah, yeah. So
0: we drank, ju- I just guzzled fucking vodka. <laughs> and, um, and that day, there was like a drama presentation, and it was all dark. It was in the cafeteria, and there were some twins in the drama class, and they, they were doing some little play or skit or something. It was very serious, you know, very dark-toned. And one of them is dead on a table, And then the other one is like laying behind her and you can't see her. And then she gets up from the table and like has like a monologue, you know, as if she's the spirit of the Ah, dead person. Clever. And I just could not handle it. I started laughing my balls off and I got kicked out. (laughs) And then I ended up, uh, I mean, I, I didn't get, I didn't get caught or anything, but I was in the back of the English class that I was taking in summer school. And I remember just like, I was in the very back of the classroom, like, leaning my head back against the wall and just, like, slightly, my head slightly cocked, just, like, staring forward at the teacher. Just, just, I was just in a daze. I was somewhere else entirely. (laughs) Yeah. Good times. Ah, teenage boozing. (laughs) Um, If you had to boil this down to one word, what would it it be? You got, you got one word for this, uh, for this topic, for your booze booze?
1: I mean, in this day and age, my one word would probably be moderation because I like booze i like be- I like drinking beer, I like drinking scotch um, but I'm not a huge fan of getting drunk and hung over so call. Uh, yeah, these days like like moderation is key get get a little drunk, get a nice buzz on, but uh avoid flipping couches over and shitting your pants. <laughs> I was gonna say it if you didn't yeah i don't I don't, I don't need to do either of those things anymore.
0: Yeah, I feel like once I hit 30, just hangovers started lasting Oof. into a second day and
1: that was the worst. Yeah, yeah. They fucking hit me way harder and like recently I've noticed cuz I don't I don't get really shit-canned a lot anymore. And so I've noticed that I've had a couple times where I had like four drinks And I wake up with a small hangover, like not much, like a little headache and just kind of fucking feeling slightly hungover, not nauseous or barfing or anything like that, but just kind of like, this is shit, bullshit. I had like four drinks. I should not have any kind of hangover at all. Yeah. I shouldn't be spending the day not
0: wanting to do things
1: because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that stupid age. Well, it's probably age and a combination of not drinking as much. When I was in New Orleans, uh, that's probably the most I've drank consistently in my life. Is it's really easy to drink in that town. You can walk around with a beer. You can get a to-go beer from bars. Everything's walking distance, so it's just really easy to eat a lot of food and get drunk all the time. Well,
0: yeah, and when we were younger, there was a few of us that consistently got drunk like a few times a week. But that was that was never you. Like you would you would tie one on on the weekends, but you know you you didn't get shit faced as consistently as we did. Um, you were always around for it because you were. It was always cool with you for me to come over to come over to your place and get hammered.
1: Yeah, you could always pass out on my couch, eat some McDonald's or something, and fall asleep with it all over your stomach. Yeah, yeah, chicken McNugget chest, Williams over here. Yeah, it's good stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, some I, people might disagree when it was their couch.
1: Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get super shit canned a lot, but when I did, I got like really shit canned. Yeah, and it could be a bit of a. Uh, scene yes Like i didn't start fights or anything i've always been a happy drunk
0: yeah you were always happy and but but fuck you were ornery
1: oh yeah yeah. don't try and tell me to do anything yeah when i'm drunk regardless of whether or not i want to do it i'm not going to want to do it anymore yeah and (laughs) and you clearly will do the the opposite which is why my wife always had a hard time like being the dd when i'm drunk because i would start doing something dumb and she'd be like, don't do that. And we're like,
0: yeah, I'm going to do it even more now.
1: And then she'd get even more Don't jump out
0: of the car while I'm driving down the
1: street. (laughs) I'll show you. like, haven't you learned your lesson? You can't say that to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so I was thinking about this not long ago because again, not much prep, but I think even though my drinking has severely slowed down in my thirties, especially the last several years, I don't know, last five, six years. So yeah, I guess my thirties. I think my, my initial knee-jerk reaction, one word, would be fun. Like, yeah. I have just a different time when I'm doing it, and it's fun. Like, it's not it's not like sober hanging out isn't fun. But I enjoy having a few drinks, you know, tying one on. It is a good time. You know, like, like we were doing last week, we had a couple drinks, and we were talking about the comic book that we're writing. And I had forgotten our old... Um, drunken writing sessions that we used to have. And they were so much fun because you your brain goes different places when you've had some drinks. And uh, it's, it's really cool. I feel like I've got a lot more patience and I have more fun exploring different venues when I've had a couple drinks and we're writing. Because sometimes I can get frustrated with not coming up with certain ideas or not feeling as
1: stoked about them when
0: sober writing sucks. No, that's not what I'm saying. But
1: yeah, you know what I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, been, there's a reason people have been drinking alcohol for th- you know, tens of thousands of years.
0: Yeah, and I guess there's a reason why authors are alcoholics
1: all the time. Yeah, no shit, right? All kinds of creative people ruin themselves with alcohol.
0: Yeah, and, you know, sitting around playing some video games is great when you're drunk. We used to
1: get hammered and play Halo all the time. Or board games. Board games are great. When I love oh, drinking and yeah. playing fucking board games or card games and shit. Yeah, maybe That's we should do that super tonight. Super fun. I'll, yeah. Uh, we yeah we definitely should
0: and like jamming even though we get significantly worse you sound better in your head yeah oh man karaoke when you're drunk that's the only way to do karaoke <laughs> yeah no shit I was thinking we we should see it. we should see if the casino has any karaoke going I,
1: on tonight let's go up there I've done karaoke once ever oh man and it was with you. Wait, what? I was there for it? Yeah, it was with you and Angelina. Remember, my a- he oh, had to yeah, come pick, totally. pick us up because we were all way too drunk to go anywhere. Oh, man. Anywhere. Yeah, we rode in the back of the truck. We hadn't done that since we were yeah. kids.
0: That yeah. was
1: great. Riding around in a truck bed is fucking fun.
0: Oh, man. That was the first night I drank tequila with Angelina, and she tried to match me shot for shot. Oh, poor girl. Yep. I was
1: still, I was doing all right. You outclassed her in 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 weight and drinking <laughs> experience. Yes. So this was not going to end well for her. No,
0: no, she was over the sink for quite a while. Well, I guess that's better than the toilet. I I guess I have no problem barfing in the toilet, but I get why it's gross. But
1: it's it's better to clean. It's easier to clean than the sink is.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you flush it, but yeah, the splashback is is
1: something I try not to think about. I like just barfing outside. It's like, yeah, it's like peeing. Just barf outside because you just do it and you're done. You don't have to clean it up. It's no problem. Well, and I remember
0: when we were younger and we drank more often. I somehow always had like, I think I barfed pretty easily, like not as easy as some people like, like, man, Nash, just every time, you know, he just hit a certain point and you yeah.
1: um, can time
0: but i feel like like i always had a really good gauge of when it was going to happen like i always made it somewhere whether it was outside or to a bathroom like i i can only think of one time when i i i, I passed out sitting up as i did often but i remember just one time just coughing and and barfing
1: just from sleep oh, unpleasant oh yeah it sucked yeah i'm pretty good at controlling and restraining my barf long enough to get me places where i need to where i can deposit it responsibly <laughs> oh this is great
0: podcasting but i i you know i think if there was ever going to be a time where we spoke about barf on this podcast it would be when we're talking booze
1: oh so you saying we're not going to do a
0: barf cast we can I've, I mean, I've, I actually I've got a reasonable
1: amount of amount to say about it. Yeah, we could do some on mic barfing.
0: Yeah, I have no problem barfing. Yeah, we'll get we'll get pictures for the Instagram.
1: You have hard enough time hearing swallows. I can't imagine what you do barf in the mic. Ah. You
0: probably barf. You know, I, I think if I wasn't looking at it, I, I think that would be fun. It'd be fun to hear. But I mean, people barf in so many different ways. Like I remember when we used to do that gallon challenge, you know, drink the gallon of milk. And, oh, I never did that. That sounded gross as fuck. We used to do it for fun where well, actually, you know what? Fucking kids. I I didn't really take part in it because I didn't like milk that much, so I didn't want to chug that, but we'd we'd go buy gallons of milk and we'd go to like a park or something and people would just start chugging and um a, a friend of ours, I probably shouldn't rat. It, well, he wouldn't give a shit on this one, Tevin. He would he would always barf and I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from the mic, so uh so I don't blow it out but he would he would like he'd just be standing there all of a sudden his mouth would open he would lean slightly forward and just go and then it was uh it was great he probably did it on purpose too he loved making noises but uh yeah he was a bit of a ham yeah we were such assholes we'd like barf well i mean i guess i wouldn't man i was just a tag along that kind of sucks i don't know they'd like barf down slides and shit
1: oh with gross curdled
0: milk barf too i remember being a little asshole kid like you know seven or eight years old and like pissing down a slide
1: i was an asshole kid pretty much my entire childhood yeah so there's that yeah
0: all right well um you know my drink is empty and i could use a refresher do you want to go have a have a drink and
1: uh mine is also empty um so, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll take a break, go get some drinks, and uh, come back all the better for it. Yay! Yes, two good friends. Tonight is kind of special. The beer will pour. Must say something more somehow. So tonight, 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 let it be low and round. Let it be low and round. It's been so long Hey, I'm glad to see you Raise your glass Gives to health and happiness So tonight, tonight Let it be all the best When you're with good friends having good times Don't just have a beer Have a low and brown Because good friends and good times deserve the taste of a great beer And there's really only one low and brown. tonight let it be low and brown. welcome back John hey welcome back to you too thank you for welcoming me back yeah take that oh you decided you were gonna <laughs> get me first huh <laughs> so uh I think we've had a, a couple drinks uh maybe you have well, I've had a number of drinks yeah you've had several there's a number of drinks that I've have- drink
0: yes it is a number there 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 is a number that could be attached to it it's a non-zero number yes it is not zero and Scroll it is not that. an infinity symbol no oh, that would be bad yeah so what we did was we took a break we did a little uh little writing on our comic book and we had some food some friends came over um we were going to have one of our friends on the podcast here but still might yeah well i don't know i switched the recording mode so his microphone <laughs> will not work Sucker. Yeah, I didn't feel like dealing with that shit. Although I am going to be really bummed if he bursts into here and wants to tell a story, he'll have to jump into one of our booths here. Oh, it'll totally happen. Yeah, <laughs> especially now that I said something. Um, so, Ben, what have you been drinking? Beer.
1: Yeah, there's some Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've got a New Belgium Fat Tire. Yeah. For me right now. New Belgium. It's. Well, you prefer the old Belgium.
0: And eh, you know, I guess I'm all right. I I I I uh don't Belgium's dis- enough for yeah, you. <laughs> I
1: don't I don't discriminate between Belgiums when it comes to beer. I should I should start the old Belgium brewery. Show 'em up. You should. Cuz clearly old is better than new, right? When it comes to beer.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least in today's culture, I imagine it would be. Yeah. You could make it sound cool. Well, Aged Belgium, original Belgium. The, the Belgium, the Belgium you've never heard of before. <laughs> Yeah, I've been sticking to my uh, to my margaritas. I went to tequila shots for a little bit, but um, yeah, didn't want to stray into whiskey f- territory. No, I was afraid of mixing my boozes. There, there was a second there when we were uh, eating some dinner that, yeah, I don't know. I thought about I, I wasn't feeling the the tequila, so I thought about switching to whiskey to get into it, but um, I didn't want to mix. So eventually, I found my way back around. We drank a little more and played some music, and now I'm back. You should start a fight. Can you hold on one moment? No. Well, you have to, because oh. I'm turning the recording off. Budweiser Commercial featuring
1: the Kruka. Where there's life, there's fun. At a concert or a show, in your own backyard, wherever you go.
0: Budweiser's is for folks to know where there's life. now we are recording again i'm glad i missed that oh boo um what were we talking about before i don't know my burp smells like <laughs> sausage <laughs> yeah um okay so ben do you have a favorite moment in pop culture with drinking
1: mm, no i think You got on off the top of my head um, I mean, Booze has played a decent role in a number of things, but no, I don't have a
0: Yeah, there was the aforementioned um, dude, where's my car? Yeah. There are movies like The Hangover, which
1: I was not really a fan of. It was it was okay. Like it wasn't amazing, but Did you ever uh, see uh, any of the sequels? No, cuz they seemed like just they were doing the same thing that the other one did with a slightly different premise.
0: Yeah, that's what I heard about the
1: second one. I mean, I think I got it. I I understood what they were going for the first time. Yeah. I don't know if I need to do it again.
0: Well, and then you have movies like Leaving Las Vegas where you have Nicolas Cage who is uh on a mission to go to Las Vegas to drink himself to death.
1: Was that one uh Very
0: Bad Things? Is that the one with Christian Slater where they kill the hooker? Yeah.
1: And it's got uh what's Daniel Sterns? Well, yeah, yeah, I think he might be in it. And was was Patrick Warburton in that? I don't know who that is. So okay, no, probably it's not. Possible. There was uh, the guy that also directs stuff, uh, Favreau? John Favreau? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I believe that. Uh, that sounds like it. the movie he would be in. Yeah.
1: So that involves drinking? Well, yeah, they get all shit can. Drinking and other intoxicants. Well, yeah, of course. Sober people don't kill hookers. Well, they do. The ones that do are real assholes. Yeah, yeah. Like these guys just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the movie? Do you know do you remember what happened? Like how did they kill the hooker? I never saw it. I think one of them was screwing her and like he like picked her up and like pushed her against the wall in the bathroom and there happened to be like a towel hook or something that went through her neck. Oh shit. Or some shit like that. Was Jerry O'Connell in that? Oh, he might have been. I don't know, it was a long time ago I have seen that yeah, movie. Like, like
0: I I remember the trailer, but I certainly never saw the
1: movie. Oh, it was a good movie, as far as I recall. I couldn't tell you very many specifics about it, other than that. At some point, <laughs> yeah, clearly in my life, not. I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> um, we've also got so for me. Just thinking off the top of my head, because I did not plan this out. So if I had to pick one moment, I think I would have a hard time. But the entire series of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Oh, there's a lot of drinking in there. Yeah,
1: I don't think I've seen like the last. Four
0: four seasons oh dude i'm caught up as far as streaming goes so i think i'm one season behind i felt like i had a couple seasons like like uh two or three seasons back that were just kind of weak it was just kind of retreading and not
1: um not they got into like forging any new like double digit simpsons territory territory
0: yeah yeah like they even did an episode where where it was called the gang recycles their trash which had a uh the the main plot of them like being in a trash crisis where where the uh the the trash workers yeah, went on a went rich. on strike yeah. yeah but throughout the episode they also recycled old plot points and so, <laughs> yeah, so i mean it was clever. it was done smartly but like at first when i was watching the episode i was like are you fucking kidding me like this is this is exactly what happened in a previous episode. <laughs> the problem is outside of that episode there was still a lot of occurrences of um retreading old territory and just not breaking new ground. But um there well, wasn't episode-
1: shocking all the time. South Park's done a decent job at it. It's true, yeah, cuz they are very adaptable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was an episode probably
0: two or three seasons back where they, um, they take a train ride or not train ride a plane ride and they try to beat, uh, Wayne Boggs's like drinking record. There was some legend about how many beers Wayne Boggs on a plane. Yeah. 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 So they were trying to break that hilarity ensues. Dennis ends up in, uh, Nebraska or North Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin. One of those. (laughs) and the Midwest. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> and in the most recent season that was streaming as of this recording he it turns out he impregnated a woman there so he has a child um whoa i went all jeff goldblum on you there for a second like, oh just speaking in very low tones and mm, trying to sell mm, me mm, an apartment <laughs> have you <laughs> oh man okay here's a little plug Ooh. yeah because they need it let me tell you what Conan O'Brien needs a friend. The podcast. Have you listened to that yet? Nope, you should because it's great. No, it really is good, but he had Jeff Goldblum on there. and that man is fucking hilarious. And like the guy you see in the movies is totally him. like he he does have to tailor himself <laughs> a little bit to the uh, to the character he's playing. but like Dr. Ian Malcolm, with, like, his little, like, oh, you know, uh, and this uh, chaos theory and so unpredictable and, blah, 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 you know, and touching the hand. Like, he speaks like that just normally. And, like, he's, he's got all these little, like, ooh, hmm, like, little <laughs> moans when he's speaking. Like, and it, everything is so fucking, like, sexual. Like, by uh. the end of the episode, he had Conan O'Brien almost doing, like, an impression of him just naturally. Just, just just like, ooh, oh yes. Ooh. Mm, uh, yes. And it, it sounded like they were going to go fuck at the end of the episode. They probably it, did. Oh man. I hope, I hope for Conan's sake they did. It was brilliant. I wanna meet Jeff Goldblum so bad. He 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 sounds just like like, like a great conversation. I, I highly recommend at the very least that episode. And right. uh Matt Gorley from uh from James Bonding. Uh, produces that show. And he gets to pop up on there and speak. It's funny. Uh, so what were, we were talking about booze, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. That's what my memory tells me. It's an unreliable witness sometimes, though. Ah, margarita. So, John. Yeah, what's, hi. What's the drunkest you've ever been? Oh.
0: Okay. I've got a couple tops. Um, i got to pick the the... The, the one that's most entertaining, I guess. Or I could just run through the couple real quick. Um, one of them was one New Year's. We went out, and we went to a house that your sister took us to. It was one of the people she was playing softball with. And earlier that day, I had had an allergic reaction to something, and I I'd, I'd taken some Benadryl. I was like, okay, I'm okay. We went out there. We drank a ton, played a bunch of beer pong. Is that the place
1: where I lit the Christmas tree on fire? Oh, it totally was. Wow, I yeah. forgot about the fire. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I know exactly what party you're talking about. That was a good time. Yeah. I that... knew almost nobody there, and I had a great time. Yeah, we didn't know a single person. No. We just started playing beer pong, and we
0: made friends, and it was great. And there was a cute girl there that did not want to talk to me. What a bitch. And you know, I was I was a big, heavy dude at that point.
1: A very interesting, heavy dude.
0: And she but she ain't going to know that. You can't see, interesting, unless I was wearing like some, some wacky shirt, but I don't think that would have worked any better. No, probably not. (laughs) Um, So yeah, after that day, I remember being at your sister's place the next morning and thinking that that was the most hungover I'd ever been in my entire life. And then I ended up breaking out in some weird allergic reaction and I had like hives all over my body. I think I've spoken about this when we speak about... Hey, guess what? It's Ray Bradbury because it was uh, coming out of that sickness that I discovered Ray Bradbury. Oh, yeah.
1: You got so drunk that you discovered Ray Bradbury. That's that's pretty solid.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that really was a big turning point in my life, that New Year's. And then there was one other time when I was over at our friend uh, Zach's place, Zach and Corey, the people who did not show up on the podcast tonight. They just took off while I was out there. I remember it was like 112 degrees or some shit Gross. in Sacramento. Yeah. And I drank just a shit ton with them and I was so sick on their couch and they tried to feed me pancakes and I barfed them up and then eventually I had to drive home. It was like four in the afternoon and I've never been so certain that I wasn't going to make it home. <laughs> Like that was the most miserable drive I've ever had in my entire I'm life. I'm gonna die. Oh, there was this is, yeah, this is stupid. I'm there was die. traffic. I'm it was so going. hot. <laughs> my uh, my AC wasn't working. It, or, I mean, it was working really shitty in an old car. And uh, was that in the Corolla or the Kia? That was the Kia.
1: Fuck I believe. Kia. Their
0: air conditions don't. I think. Work. You know, actually, it could have been the Corolla. No, because the Corolla went went strong. The Corolla, yeah. that like that was, <laughs> got that was a big together. thing, yeah. Um, and then there was like a year and a half, two years ago, on your brother-in-law's birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. I drank yeah. a lot, and that was after my time of drinking a lot, so I couldn't handle a lot. I thought about this earlier when you were talking about having gone to uh, New Orleans and you know the bouncer at the bar. Yeah, um, that was the that was the the only time in my life that I have been kicked out of a bar for being too drunk was that night. And, uh, Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. The gutter club. Yeah. 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 They, they asked you to leave. Yeah. And I, and I was, was, we almost got in a fight on the way home. Yeah. That's that's your brother-in-law. They were trying really hard to pick a fight with us. Yeah. I wasn't there for that.
0: Um, Zach of all people took me back to your place. But um, we were all uncertain of, like, how bad it was that I got kicked out of a bar because that never happens. You know, even, even when I'm drunk, I'm fairly respectful or, you know, at least just sort of go along with
1: whatever. That's, that's generally true with me as well, except when I was living in Pensacola Beach, there was a bar across the street that I think I got kicked out of, like, four times. <laughs> oh, the same shit. bar. The same night? No, not the same oh, night. Right. Different nights. I had a good, good enough sense to go home. And, and all of them seemed to be semi reasonable when I thought about them later on. Yeah. One of them was not. Like I was, because uh, I was working with BP at the time. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, butt plugs. Yeah, yeah. Incorporated. And butt plugs incorporated. And they had spilled a ton of butt plugs into the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, a big butt plug leak. Yeah. And there was some uh, anal leakage all up in the Gulf. Yeah, there were some fishermen that were upset about all the anal leakage. Anyway, I was, I was talking to this guy about it and how well we had captured a, a, many of the butt plugs. <laughs> and, uh, and like I was talking about, and I always, as I think I've mentioned before on the podcast, I always have a knife on me. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: shit. You did mention that in the Boy
1: Scout yeah, episode. Like all the time. And somebody mentioned like, like you know, we're talking, I mean, it was not a heated debate, but it was a passionate debate. And uh, someone mentioned about like, well, you got a knife on you. And I was just like, well, fuck it. Take it. And I pulled my knife out of my pouch and, like, meant to hand it towards the bartender, but more through it. It was closed. There was no blade out. It was safe. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, the gesture was not taken well, and they asked me to leave. Fucking assholes. They did give me my knife as I left, though. Oh, that's good. Yes. They weren't that bad. Well, yeah. What I I was really confused as
0: to what got me kicked out because, like I said, I've never been kicked out before. I I spoke to Zach about it initially, or eventually, and he said that it was just like the bouncer was trying to talk to me, and we just couldn't communicate. So he's just like, nah, yeah. like you gotta go." <laughs> apparently, I just wasn't making sense. He was
1: turning you away from drinking. Yeah, that's they don't do that as much in the south. Yeah, in not experience. New Orleans apparently. No, definitely not New Orleans. It's fucking their bread and butter.
0: Yeah, that, that was my one time getting kicked out. And apparently I wasn't pissed either.
1: Well, you know,
0: it makes sense. But my goodness, Angelina had a hard time with me that night. And the next day, yeah, in well, fact. Yeah, that's typical. I think I may have gone to the ER the next day because I was. Oh. Yeah, this was not long after I actually did have a, uh, a diabetes scare that I had to go into the hospital for. So I think I was extra extra paranoid and i was like this doesn't feel like a regular hangover and i went in there and they basically just like gave me a saline iv yeah yeah (laughs) they're like okay yeah here you go you're hydrated now and i felt a lot better so but that was like 250
1: bucks and that sucked ouch the drunkest i've ever been was my 21st birthday so it's all been (laughs) oh yeah or uphill since then Yes. Uh, it's been one direction. I hope it's not been downhill because oh, I know what happened yeah. on that night. Oh, God. Uh, the last thing I remember that night was walking into the bar. And that's not a good sign. Oh, yeah. To the bar that I had been drinking at for about a year and a half. Oh, was that Sportsman's? Yeah. Same thing happened on my 21st birthday. Yeah, I walked in there and and I remember, and apparently, I don't remember this because the last thing I remember was walking into the bar. Yeah. But I have been told that I put my ID down and... and they were like, it's his birthday, get him a drink. And the bartender was like, wait, hold on, you're 21? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I've been drinking there for like over a year, like on a regular basis.
0: <laughs> Not to totally interrupt, but that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, on my 21st birthday, we went in there and they're like, oh, it's your birthday. And Scotty, the, the our yeah. the regular bartender, he was like, hey, how old are you? I was like 21. He just looked at me. He just <laughs> stared for a second and then like shook his head and then, okay, well, here we go.
1: He wasn't gonna get in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean it was a, it was it was cool because it was a place where we could go and it was like a bar we could go to. Yeah, that was not uh, before it was legal. And yeah, we had we had
0: friends that that worked and played there, and we we played in our band there. Oh wait, no, that was that it was, was after that. Might have been after. No, it was because that yeah, was two thousand four. Yeah, so yeah, it was. But we had a lot of friends that lived near there and drank there. Oh yeah! So your twenty-first birthday.
1: Well, is it? Yeah. yeah the, I apparently I fell out of the truck later and bashed my head, and and there was definitely some bed shitting and everywhere vomiting. It was a fucking shit show. Yeah. Didn't you pass out in the shower or something? I've heard a number of things, but I. Uh, in any case, the oh. next oh, <laughs> that was gross. That was a, that was a throat gargle. <laughs> it came out so loud. <laughs> um. <laughs> All I know is is for that, like I woke up the next day, uh, besides super hungover. But oh, I love this. The tops of my thighs and the backs of my upper arm were numb and remained so for the next like seven or eight years. <laughs> like, I don't know if I did nerve damage or some shit, but... And, and to this day, like the tops of my thigh, like the, or the top like outside of my thigh is still... Uh, Definitely uh, stimuli deficient. A little tingly uh, yeah. or just a little dull. It's just a little dull. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is I,
0: I remember you talking about the backs of your arms, but I don't think I ever heard about um, your thighs. And that's something that, that I've actually experienced a little bit is, is numbness on just the, the very like edges of my thighs.
1: Well, yeah, for like like the year after that, you could have Lieutenant Dan'd man. I don't think I would have felt it. You're just st- What's that? Hack your legs off? No, he just like stab a fucking. And wasn't it? Uh, no, maybe it wasn't. No, you're you thinking stab of uh, what was that?
0: Are you thinking of Always Sunny? No, that that was the
1: arm. I don't know who stabs somebody else in the leg. There's some cripple that you could stab him in the leg as much as you wanted in a movie. But I don't remember what it is. Oh, that I'm does sound kind
0: of familiar. Because um, hey,
1: Lieutenant Dan just didn't have legs; he wasn't actually paralyzed. Yeah, no. His stumpies worked.
0: Angelina is apparently here, but she can wait a few minutes. I'm leaving that in. Fuck no, you aren't. You ain't, you ain't <laughs> editing this shit. Hey, how's how's the uh, how's the Nintendo episode going? By I the way, haven't started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's my plan for oh, tomorrow. boy. <laughs>
0: fuck what was I looking up I opened up the internet and uh leg stabbing yeah let's see Talladega Nights is that what it was yeah when he thinks he's crippled (laughs) yeah yeah I remember you talking about about your arm being numb for
1: a very long time it was was the better part of a decade and it's still dull but not as bad see and I don't remember why I was
0: not there for your 21st birthday. It was like two months after mine. You weren't there? No. I mean, I blacked out, so I don't remember who may or may not have been there. Yeah, no, I wasn't there. I feel like I was there until you guys left, but I didn't go out with you
1: guys. Hmm. My bachelor party was a good one, too. Yeah. That, sou- uh, yeah. that soured me on whiskey for a while. I would imagine so, and I know why, but the uh, the listeners don't. Yeah, so I was uh, I was at work. My my dad set me up, or he worked. He was in cahoots. Yeah, he was a part of it. So like, there was uh, uh, I was at work, and I kind of walked down, and like my dad was like, "Hey, come here! I need you to look at these plans," and like brought me down towards the driveway, and then this van pulled up out of nowhere, and like five guys with fucking pantyhose over their heads stormed out and uh, tackled me, and by the time they were tackling me, I realized who they were. Uh, what, your is, or? Oh, what, did you hear voices? Yeah, I could, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then, like, I realized that these were a bunch of my friends. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, I was fighting for a while, like, to try and stand up as they were trying to, like, drag me to the truck. And then I got kneed in the balls, and I was like, all right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who did that? Zach. Oh, that sounds about right. And then, But then, in any case, they stuck me in the back of a van, put a hood over my head, and uh, handed me a bottle of Jack Daniels with a straw. There was a hole cut in the hood, by the way. Yeah. So that you could put a straw in it and a joint. And uh, I finished the joint and like three quarters of the bottle of Jack Daniels on the way to Reno. Did you smoke the joint the by room. yourself? Yes. <sighs> and drank three quarters of a bottle of Jack Daniels Like by that's myself. That's how much I drank regularly. Yeah, on the way up to Reno. Yeah, the last thing I remember was getting to Reno and Zach saying... Oh, you didn't finish the bottle, and him and me finishing the rest of the bottle. And then I blacked out. Yeah, and it's no wonder that what came after, came after. Yeah. Well, apparently they tied a balloon to my head, so while in the casino, they could find me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that
0: sounds right yeah
1: are you comfortable talking about what happened in the hotel room oh well when i him around naked with an ironing board yes well, i have only heard about that i know as much about that as you do <laughs> it's all third-party information yeah. at that point the next thing i remember is them waking me up at like seven o'clock in the evening with a, i'm waking up with a hangover <laughs> and them saying the limo is here <laughs> like what the fuck happened
0: Yeah. And and I've heard some great stories about that limo driver.
1: Oh, he was. Yeah, he was solid. My dad hired that guy and and he like Zach like barfed in a bag. He was like, I'll take that for you, sir. (laughs) yeah and he took
0: you guys around to get booze at places and offered to take you to like the bunny ranch and shit
1: more than that like when we went in somewhere he he would ask if we wanted anything and he would go to the liquor store and buy the booze and it would be ready when we got out yeah that's right he was solid that guy was like he's the kind of guy like you accidentally killed a hooker he'd be like throw her in the back yeah we got this handled guys don't you worry about it and similarly, like the the, nuts. the guy that drove the
0: limo on uh, on Kyle's bachelor party was super cool too. Oh, Kyle's
1: bachelor party! God damn.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't think we're allowed to go into that. No, story. never have. I had uh, so much fun in my life. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs>
1: That's I good. I thought about that
0: just That's the terrible. other day when I was talking about strip clubs to, with somebody else, like. I don't think I have ever burst out in laughter oh, like so ever. truly and so deep and
1: voluminously. D- yeah, pure unadulterated joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we did at the humiliation of our friend. Oh man, it was great. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> oh. And I got to see an ex coworker naked. That was cool. Oh, yeah, that, that is cool.
0: Yeah. So, how about some final thoughts? I think that's where we're at. I feel like we've had enough general discussion or some whatnots. We never talked about monkeys getting drunk. Was that something we were supposed to? Uh, well,
1: <laughs> but they do that. Like like the origin. Do they? <laughs> you say that like that was something we planned on or no, something. I'm just... Wait a minute,
0: <laughs> we can't end this episode on booze. <laughs> we didn't talk about monkeys getting
1: drunk. But no, they I mean we referred to Zach. They'll eat like fermented uh they like fermented fruit, like the fruit that's fallen off and it's fermented for a while and the yeast has gotten in there and it's got alcohol in it oh yeah and do they like fall out of trees yeah they'll, yeah they'll eat that shit and get all drunk like that's like the the origin of alcohol in the in nature awesome yeah and monkeys will why do i know that i didn't eat that shit because it's awesome like, yeah i must have seen that somewhere yeah drunkies drunk monkeys yeah that's where it all started and then <laughs> we figured out how to harness it it's like fire <laughs> yeah that's that's what sets us apart from the animals yeah they just have to find <laughs> rotten fruit we make rotten fruit for our own debauchery. yeah we rot that shit yeah we do that shit on purpose we drink it we don't eat that shit take that you fucking chimps
0: uh well i guess what it boils down to for me like i spoke to earlier about it being fun like there was a moment between recordings here when when i felt like i like i I just wasn't feeling it and I was kind of bummed that I wasn't going to have the fun that, uh, that we wanted to have. And thankfully my stomach came around, got to drink a little more and look at us. We're having
1: fun again. I'm always having fun.
0: Yeah. Enjoyed responsibly. It is uh it's a good time. I'm having a lot of fun tonight. We got to do some jamming. We did some writing nearly as much as we should have. And Bye
1: take that motherfuckers <laughs> my margarita is finished so yeah, nice. yeah my my beer is empty as well so we need to wrap this up now ah how do you feel about booze what's your final thought um i drink it and it makes me feel fuzzy in the brain there's that you should do it too as long as you're over 21 hey eh.
0: hey as far as our condoning goes it's gotta be that well, yeah. Uh, we well. all understand what people go are to going jail. to do. Yeah, but as long as it's not because we said so. Yeah, 21's a pretty arbitrary number. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since they raised the cigarette age up to 21. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, they should have lowered... Well, I don't know. That's eh, a whole other discussion. But, you know, it's it's very easy to say, oh, if you can die for our country, you should be able to have a fucking beer.
1: If you're, if you're considered a responsible adult, like, responsible for your actions. Like yeah, you can with get the, firearms. You can get the death penalty if you fuck up bad enough. You oh, jeez. Yeah, you can do all kinds of shit. Like, what What the fuck does 21 matter? You could get the death penalty... At, like, and, 16. Yeah,
0: and never have the chance to enjoy an alcoholic beverage responsibly.
1: I would hope that at least... Like, if you were 16 on death row, which they don't kill them that quick. It takes fucking years. Yeah. But I would hope at least, like, if you if you got... If you got it when you were sixteen, and you were like, "I'd like a beer with my last dinner," that they'd yeah. be like, "All right, you can have a." You can I have imagine a beer. they would.
0: I've I seen would some so. of the Fuck. some of the ridiculous requests. Go check those out. Those are very interesting. Last meal requests. Oh,
1: give it, give it to them. If, like if, like in the states, going to kill them. There's a chance that they're innocent. Well, I feel like so I don't know them what they got. I don't know
0: if this is a uh, if this is a, an urban myth or not. But I feel like like there's a story about how. Um, Somebody requested they wanted a McRib and a Shamrock Shake for their last meal, but those things are never served at the same time. So they were mm-hmm. trying to like stave off uh, <laughs> execution. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's inhumane. Yeah, exactly. A Shamrock yeah. Shake and
0: a McRib. Well, because they really do go out of their way to fulfill that final request. Like, like it. I mean, it's so morbid, but really, go check out the uh, the. Final meal request. It, it's a really interesting list. Like some people just have the most absurd, like a seven egg omelet and a cheeseburger and a chicken fried steak and a whole key lime pie at the end. Like it, it's yeah, it's fucking the, ridiculous. It's all the things
1: they loved in life. In fact, it's your last fucking meal, man. Yeah. That that's legit. I'm I I appreciate. I'm fine. Donating tax dollars to them, making that because it's not that many. Yeah, tax dollars. one meal. Yeah, for for not that many people, they get killed. Yeah. So you know, fucking. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Have at it. There's yeah. there's some stupid a lot stupider shit than that that my tax dollars go to pay for. I wonder
0: what would happen if you're like, yes, what I really want to eat before I die is some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> bring a prostitute in. Would they do that? I don't think we'd hear about it if they did, but I wouldn't, I don't know. If you were in Nevada,
1: I don't know if I'd be shocked by that. I, yeah, I hope they do. I mean, you know, it's, it's a wholesome request. <laughs> yeah, it's it's human, if
0: nothing else. Yeah. Well, thank you folks for enjoying this episode responsibly. And uh, if you like what you hear, or if you don't like it, let us know. Either way, email at uh, email us at... Email at geeksplorationpodcast.com or we are on the social medias. We have a Facebook page, Geeksploration the Podcast, or Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, or we have a Twitter that one day will get. <laughs> we'll used. figure out how to use. Yeah. It is uh, Pod. Um, if you want to email us and help us out on that, <laughs> we're game just
1: tweet at that, and maybe we'll notice? You might want to email us first, just in case. <laughs> Email's letting us know, you tweeted at us? Yeah. Oh, boy. I have no idea how to use
0: any of this garbage. Yeah, I know. One day, I'll, I'll have the extra time. But that'll be after
1: July, after we've got our comic book out. Yeah. Discord seems kind of cool. I like Discord more than Twitter. But uh, in any case... Learn it. A- I'll plug it. If you guys enjoyed the show, then leave us the reviews at applepodcast. or you know, Apple Podcast. I don't know if there's a .com. It's probably .dot Apple or something. Maybe. Um, but yeah, give us a five. I'm too drunk to think of something creative. Reviews works, and uh, and go to geeksplorationpodcast.com to subscribe to Z podcast. Or you could just say a five-shot
0: review. Come on. I could. A five-beer review. A five... You've used things like a A a five-friggin' joystick review or some shit. five-alcohol review. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that is more akin to
1: some that you've used in the past that I've laughed and given you shit about. Anyway, uh, give us a five-something review. Yeah. I think Apple calls them stars because they're boring. Yeah. Um, or go to com and subscribe and we'll notify you when more episodes come out that's true and our theme song was "Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of com. that is also true yes I've got all the facts yeah the earth is flat too yeah that's all what I it. hear yeah. I mean I don't see a curve on the horizon nope not at all it's dead flat bunch of horseshit and remember,
0: <laughs> friends don't let friends not listen to Geek Exploration, the podcast. That's true. What do you think about
1: that? Yeah, let's roll with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bye.